All right, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark, the number one stock market show on Spotify and one of the most popular market updates on YouTube. So in this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. Today's Tuesday, May 16th, and debt ceiling negotiations resume in Washington. Yellen is confident to avoiding a default. And then we also have important retail earnings from uh, Home Depot, Target, and Walmart this week. Plus today, we had the April retail sales report. Uh, so how will the markets react? And most importantly, how are we trading it? And we did have some trading action today that we want to talk about. Anyhow, this is your first time here. I'm Marcus Hotcutter. This super smart guy over there is my head coach, Mark Hodge. And we are real traders who trade live accounts. So therefore, we got a lot of trading experience and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff. We're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're here looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And uh, I mean, Mark, it, it's really interesting markets. The, the ranges are getting smaller and smaller. They really are, Marcus. And I, I see you have the S&P up. Uh, and for the last uh, seven trading sessions, uh, now going on eight, it looks like we're snookered right around that uh, 41.25 level. Uh, really having a hard time closing significantly higher or lower uh, and just a, a tight range. So even though yesterday we were slightly higher, up 12 points, now we're uh, pulling right back and uh, getting stuck in that range even longer. Yeah, but it, if you look after the uh, at the last few days, that's exactly what we are seeing. So here we were slightly lower by... Uh, 0.15%. Here we are slightly lower by 0.16%. Yesterday we were slightly higher by 0.3%. Right now we are slightly lower by 0.3%. I mean, this is point, point, point something. <laughs> I mean, we haven't yeah. seen a move uh, above 1% in, in quite a while here in the SP. I mean, last time was uh, in the beginning of May where it was 1.85%. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a little bit away. It's, it's almost. Uh, what, 10 days since we had a, a significant move here? Yes, yes. And we thought there'd be a little clarity uh, with uh, the Fed and, and their decision and the inflation numbers that we had a couple of weeks ago and earnings. But instead, it looks like traders are, are just kind of sitting tight trying to figure out what's the, the, the next big shoe to drop or, uh, you know, whatever uh, is next to move the markets. Yeah, and it seems that right now uh, the discussion is shifting towards the debt ceiling. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago as we are getting closer to a possible deadline, to a possible default. This is where it will move into traders' focus, especially since there's not much else going on. And this is where uh, we hear almost daily from Tre Treasury Secretary Yellen, and she has a few things to say there. Yeah, uh, quotes, waiting until the last minute to suspend or increase the debt limit can cause serious harm to business and consumer confidence, raise short-term borrowing costs for taxpayers, and negatively impact the credit rating of the United States, unquote. That's what Yellen had to say. And, you know, at this point, again, it's one of those things that has been a topic of conversation and potential concern over the years, but really hasn't been something that that really has been a, a significant worry uh, since uh, 2011. So we'll have to see if, uh, uh, you know, the, the politicians there can uh, get their act together and come to an agreement because it would be catastrophic if they don't. Yeah. And it, it seems that right now traders are waiting and seeing and want to see what's happening here because 
and there's not much else going on. We are at the tail end of uh, of earnings season right now. We have retailers reporting earnings, and uh, I mean, one of the retailers reporting today was Home Depot, and wow. This is a trade that we actually took. We'll talk about this in a moment, but that was an interesting move at Home Depot. Yeah, a gap lower. So uh, Home Depot, they actually reported uh, earnings that were a little bit better than expected, but the revenue was worse than expected. And then, of course, uh, guidance is the next uh, element, right? And uh, they cut their full year guidance, which investors did not like. So we opened lower. Uh, selling off uh, a dip through tw uh, 280 and even lower, uh, but since has uh, rebounded a little bit. It has rebounded, and I mean it was imp it was interesting to to see what they said. They say uh, consumers are purchasing uh, fewer high ticket items, and also they're starting fewer projects. So this is where they said that's why we believe that this year. Um, our revenue might uh, decrease a little bit or not grow as aggressively. And we'll talk about the trade that we we took here in, in just a moment. But I also want to take a look at the economic calendar because uh, we also had core retail sales being released. And uh, after last month, it was uh, sharply decreasing and here expected uh, a, an increase of 0 0.5, 0 0.8%. Um, it came in a little bit worse than expected, but kind of in line with expectations. Yeah, we have core retail sales uh, up 0.4%, which was lower than the 0.5 expectation or forecast. Retail sales up 0.4%, which uh, was half of what was expected at 0.8%. So better than last month, but lower than expected. And and we saw that going into the open, uh, there was a little uh, bit of a drop after this report, uh, looking at futures and also combined with Home Depot. I, I think kind of a a combined warrior concern there as we start to to get more retail numbers uh, earnings wise. Yeah, but then uh, I mean, as soon as the markets opened, I mean, right now it's it's very very mixed. Uh, the Dow is down 0.7 percent, the worst performer of the indices right now. The S and P down 0.3 percent. The Nasdaq surprisingly up 0.1 percent. And uh, yeah. I mean, this is fueled by a move uh, in. AMD, uh, and we'll talk about it. Let's actually go over to our positions. And uh, since we, we talked about AMD, let's bring this up. That is a position that you're in. I'm not in this one. I used to be in NVIDIA. And then AMD today having a, a, a massive, massive day up 4.8%. Yeah, I mean, what a move. This is the type of move that I've been waiting for. Uh, early on this morning, uh, we were we we're seeing a push higher and, and some nice follow through to yesterday's gains up two and a quarter percent yesterday. Uh, so when we started to break above 98, we were pushing towards 99. Um, it looked like we might approach the 100 level. I decided to sell calls. So I was able to collect some premium selling the 103 calls, uh, getting 50 cents, bringing down my break even another 50 cents. Uh, in the moment, I was really pleased with that trade and I, I still am. Although there's definitely more premium now because we broke through that 100 level and AMD up almost 5% now, approaching the highs that we saw uh, last in uh, March. Yeah, I mean, wow. This would be interesting. I mean, we just see that, uh, yeah, I mean, AMD up also, NVIDIA up 1.3%, Google up 2.4%, Amazon up. So it seems that here we see the, the NASDAQ definitely higher, everything else deep in the red especially this morning, the energy sector. 
Yes, yes. And you know, Marcus, I, I think that this this heat map shows where the money is, at least for today. And this goes back to the AI play, right? Um, there was that uh, research that uh, came to the conclusion that the S&P would be down 2% if it wasn't for these uh, this push uh, towards AI stocks, stocks benefiting from artificial intelligence. Um, and uh, a lot of that uh, ben or gain this year being AI based. I saw uh, some numbers. Uh, there was research done by the National Bureau of Economic Research. Um, they released the report showing AI's impact on public companies' value. They took the 100 largest publicly traded companies and ranked them on how much each will benefit from AI. The top five, IBM, Intuit, Qualcomm, Fiserv, and NVIDIA, um, also S&P Global. AMD was on the list, uh, ranked number 11. So AMD getting a little AI benefit as well. Uh, loving this 5% move today, though. For sure, for sure. All right, uh, let's take a look at uh, our existing positions and then let's talk about uh, some new positions uh, that we were looking at and also, I mean, the, the Home Depot trade that we did here. Okay, so CTRA, Cotera Energy, uh, super interesting. Yesterday had a great day, up 0.3%, uh, up 3% this morning, uh, down 1.5%, still waiting for a break here towards the 26th so that I can uh, sell calls against my existing position. Um, Ex-dividend date is coming up next week, and uh, if I still have them, I will get more dividends, and I've already been able to collect dividends earlier here. So that helps uh, bring down the break-even, which is now at 22.54, so way down here, not too concerned about this. PNC, uh, PNC again, a little bit all over the place. Yesterday up 1.9%, uh, today down one, uh, to 0.74% uh, uh, for now. So nothing to do with that one just yet. And let's talk about some new trades, GM. So that's a trade that I entered uh, yesterday afternoon, sold these 32 puts um, because I have been trading GM quite a few times. And uh, as you can see, we do have some support at 32. Talked about it this morning with our mastermind members. Definitely a little bit more of an aggressive trade right now with GM uh, has been falling today. Uh, the 31 put would be available, 31.50, but uh, I mean, I'm okay with my 32 here. Yeah, I mean, this is one that has some nice ranges with support around 30, 31, 32 ish. Going back to uh, trading that uh, that we saw before the pandemic. So uh, some long term support there uh, and uh, a nice looking chart. Yeah. So this was one of the trades. And then uh, we <laughs> just got to talk about the Home Depot trade because uh, that is definitely the quickest wheel trade on record for us. <laughs> because here's <laughs> what happened. I mean, we, we like these earnings plays when we see that there's a reaction and we believe that this reaction is, uh, is overly negative. And we saw this in the first few minutes. And uh, that's where I decided to sell the 270 put expiring on Friday for $1.20. At that time, you were focused on AMD because AMD was skyrocketing and you wanted to sell calls. And uh, honestly, by the time you looked up and you were done uh, selling calls on AMD, this already bounced back. <laughs> the most amazing thing is because as soon as I'm filled, I put in my exit order to close at 80% of max profits within the first 24 hours. And after this, 
90%. And literally a few minutes later, it closed. So, I mean, this yeah. was a 20-minute a trade. And we have had this happen that we entered a trade in the morning, closed it around lunchtime with 80% profits, maybe in the afternoon. But within 20 minutes, that never happened before. Yeah. And I mean, to put it into perspective, a buck 26, I think is what you collected. Uh, when I was looking at it, it was around 85, 90 cents. So I was wondering if we were going to get another push uh, to session lows. That was not the case. And I think less than 15 minutes, Marcus, uh, in and out. Uh, so a buck 26 collected out for, you know, 25, 26, uh, 28 cents, whatever it was. Yep, 25 cents. A uh, real quick trade. And normally when you're going out, even short term to this Friday's expiration, you just don't see that much uh, volatility crush. Yeah. So that worked out well. And then uh, we, we were looking at some energy plays uh, today. Uh, so a couple of energy plays that popped up is uh, Oxy, uh, Warren Buffett's uh, favorite energy stock right now, because I, I saw that he was ditching uh, Exxon and uh, loading up on Oxy. Yeah, and, and so this is uh, interesting because you have the Buffett effect, right? So uh, when uh, Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway get big on uh, some positions, traders will try to mimic uh, what he's doing since the Oracle of Omaha has had a pretty good track record. Yep. And uh, I, I saw the same. So uh, he added to Oxy, uh, he added to Apple, he added the HPQ, Para, and MKL. Um, and as far as energy goes, you're right. CVX actually was what he uh, trimmed. Uh, and so uh, took his stake down in CVX uh, a little bit. Um, also GM, which you see there. Um, yeah. He also trimmed the Amazon. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. But a new one, actually, that got a big benefit from the uh, ad was a COF, so Capital One Financial. Yeah. Yeah, today, initially, uh, up big time. Uh, right now, pulling back, but still up, uh, what, 3% uh, against the overall market here. So, yeah. yeah, super interesting. But definitely, today, even though the markets are rather quiet, there were some opportunities. And, uh, yeah, we, we looked at them. Uh, you took a position in SU, right? Yeah. So, yep. I mean, that's another good-looking chart, good-looking stock here. And uh, it, it's really interesting because the fundamentals are actually looking better than for Oxy. But again, yep. I mean, we're just uh, doing a brief check here. So what we are looking for is uh, basically the quarterly and especially the annual results. So here we see... Four out of the five years, uh, they were positive. And uh, if we bring up, um, let me just uh, duplicate this and bring up uh, Oxy. We see that here, uh, just at a quick glance, the fundamentals look a little bit worse. So, uh, but again, Warren Buffett, he reads through all of the reports. We don't, we, we just uh, yeah. keep it easy, keep it simple here. Uh, but this is where he sees more, but definitely a much, much higher uh, loss in 2020 than Suncor. And also just looking at the chart, uh, Suncor, honestly, looks a little bit better uh, to me than Oxy. And, and, and that's the thing. I, I think that there is a little, you know, extra weight in uh, Oxy because of Buffett's investment. 
uh, but I like the chart of Suncor. Um, in 2020, with crude oil prices going negative, I mean, this is where, uh, for me, uh, we could toss out 2020, um, even though there was negative net income, both for Suncor and Oxy, just because with the pandemic, uh, it really skewed things, right? I mean, that was an outlier for um, oil in particular and energy stocks. Um, but 2019, negative net income for Oxy, where Suncor was profitable. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, this, I, I think, is a great trade. For me, it is too correlated with my CTRA position. So if we look here at uh, SU, Suncor Energy, uh, we see that the correlation to CTRA is 0 0.67. My cutoff is 0 0.65, according to my plan. So here, uh, we're definitely a little bit too high for me. That's why I skipped on this trade. Uh, but therefore, I took the GM trade and the correlation here is 0 0.57. So right now, everything is uh, is looking pretty good here in this portfolio. Um, before yeah. we take another look at the markets, uh, let us know if this is helpful as we are walking through the trades. If it is, give us a quick like. And if this is your first time here, consider subscribing because this way uh, you get a notification whenever we go live. All right. Uh, let's see what is happening here in the markets. Pfft, nothing. I mean... S&P still down, Nasdaq still slightly up, Dow down. But if you look at the at the range of the S&P today, I mean we're we're trading in a in a what? In a twenty point range, twenty point range. That's nothing on a four thousand point index. That's a half a percentage point. So not a whole lot going on. So definitely traders are watching what's happening here uh, with the debt ceiling negotiations. And I believe they are meeting again today, don't they? Yes. Yes. So uh, plans to meet today with Biden and congressional leaders. And yeah, the S&P uh, opened the uh, current price. Uh, we're even in a five point range. Um, so just not going anywhere. Yeah. All right. Hey, again, if you find this helpful, give us a like. And uh, we also have a few more videos for you. Take a look at these videos and uh, consider subscribing. This way you see it uh, whenever we go live. And then we'll see you again tomorrow. Happy trading, everybody.